Welcome to Women in Whitewater, a four-part limited audio series exploring what it's like to be a woman in the professional whitewater industry. This podcast is designed to appeal to two different audiences. First, the research fields of outdoor, adventure, and experiential education and recreation. And also, and perhaps more importantly, the public whitewater kayaking community, where all of these stories come from. In every episode, I have tried to blend theory with the stories that were told to me by other women kayakers, as well as some of my own. When I was a little kid, people would always say, look at that little guy go. Look at that little boy. He's so cute. And my dad would say, no, she's a girl. And that was always frustrating to me because there were not very many women on the water. And so I wanted to make it apparent, like, no, I'm a girl. Like, girls can do this, too. I started changing my gear um, to be more pink and feminine. Uh, after I got called a boy in the eddy, someone said, wow, that boy is paddling really well. And I was like, kind of embarrassed. I was like, I'm a girl. And then I was like, does that make it even even cooler that I'm a girl and I'm doing all this stuff? Like, I want everyone when they see me to not have that awkward moment. I want them to know that I'm a girl. With the variety of topics and ideas discussed across all 10 of my interviews, I chose two relevant theories to guide the narratives that I included in my thesis. This way, I could investigate a reasonable amount of content rather than barely scraping the surface of 20 or more different ideas and topics. These two theories are gender performativity and discipline. The theory of gender performativity that I use comes primarily from Judith Butler and is the focus of episode two in this series. The idea behind gender performativity is that our gender is something constructed through our actions or performances. We are culturally shaped to fit into gendered categories. Most often, that's the binary of woman or man, but could also be of genderqueer, two-spirit, or non-binary. Every action that we take is literally a performance of our genders, from the length of our hair to the color of our kayaking gear. These actions and choices may not be intentional, but they still affect the cultural perception of gender. In turn, these cultural perceptions shape these actions and choices. Basically, the performances both make and are made by culture. In episode two, I focus on the example of pink kayaking gear as one way that the women I interviewed perform their gender and resist, reinforce, and repurpose the gender status quo. I feel like men are more expected to be strong and just like throw caution to the wind, essentially. Um, Whereas women, it's like, oh, well, she's a little scared. It's fine because she's a girl. I think this is like me stereotyping. Like, I think this is my own bias. I see pink and purple and I think of like your stereotypical like girly girls. And I don't necessarily associate girly girls and strength together. And I think that's just like my own bias. You have to fit in. So you naturally morph yourself into a bro. I noticed myself doing this and I consciously let it happen. The one way I connect, I combat this is by paddling pink boats. Off the water, I act like a bro, so I will fit in and continue getting invited. And on the water, I make a blatant attempt to paddle like the boys because I want to be as good as them. But despite this, I want everyone to know I am a girl. In episode three, I use Michelle Foucault's ideas of discipline and power. That episode gives examples of overt and covert discipline 
and the ways that women's bodies have been publicly and privately disciplined. Just a heads up, though, Episode 3 does discuss some uncomfortable and potentially triggering topics, including conversations about sexual assault and rape in the kayaking community. Finally, Episode 4 of this series includes the stories from women about the places in kayaking that they like to be in the most. It also shares some of their ideas for creating more inclusive spaces and attitudes in the whitewater kayaking community. The women paddling scene, when it comes together and we have these um, ladies takeover days, um, these days are filled with so much more hooting and hollering than I've ever heard on the river. It was just so great and I've never experienced that encouragement and empowerment. Like it was so unique just being in a group of girls. This podcast is coming soon to an audio host near you in summer 2022.